Hey everybody, Eric from Hit Subscribe here, and uh, I am doing the last edition of the freelancer Q&A that I'll be doing here from Napa, which I definitely had an intention to like do some of these from outside, but we're on First Street, which is like the main street in town, and it's pretty loud out there, like the audio would have been terrible, so all you've gotten to see of Napa is this white wall and this door here in the Airbnb, but uh, you know, life goes on. We will be spending the next month heading back towards the Midwest, but via the Southwest, so they're not driving through the Rockies. Um, so I will be in a variety of locations over the coming weeks. Uh, hopefully that'll be fun. Um, anyhow, to roll along with the um, questions, today's question is what software do I need to get started freelancing? And I am going to assume, um, I'm gonna talk sort of broadly, I guess, about this. I don't know what we mean by software, if it's specifically like, you know, accounting software or something, or if the question, um, the person was referring to tools like uh, Gmail or something. So I'll kind of try to cover all of the bases here. Um, and yeah, I mean, let me get into that a little bit. Um, the first thing, though, that, that I want to offer as, as a bit of a caveat is uh, don't get too hung up on this, because you need almost no software to actually start freelancing. The only software I might say that you need is um, the kind of software that you need in order to, the technician software you use to do whatever it is you do. So if you're a software engineer um, in the Microsoft stack, like maybe you'll probably need Visual Studio. Um, if you're doing graphic design, you might need Creative Cloud or whatever. So stuff like that um, uh, you probably need. But even then, if you're doing like year-long freelance staff augmentation gigs, uh, that might be expensive to your clients, uh, especially when you're in kind of a pseudo-employment arrangement. So it could honestly be that you would need absolutely no software in order to freelance. Um, I'm not saying this even to be pedantic, but more to say questions like this, like, and I've talked about the website thing that I'll put up on YouTube but in a video before, um, you know, don't get twisted around the axle of what website you need. Um, asking yourself questions like this can be a way to procrastinate. So the first thing I would say is uh, get started. Um, but, you know, it's obviously worth bearing in mind. There are pieces of software that I would definitely recommend you get out of the gate. But I just wanted to offer that caveat to not let yourself procrastinate thinking that you can't, like, go off on your own until you answer questions like this. Um, so with that out of the way, I think in order to, like, uh, have me not ramble, I'm going to break this down by business function and kind of talk through off the cuff, like, what software each business function would need. And by business function, I mean, um, if you think about a business, uh, freelance business or kind of any business, a business consists of three systems, like three machines, if you will. There is the machine, the system through which you acquire customers. There is the machine or system through which you deliver your good or service to those customers. And then there is the machine or system that you use to collect money from those customers. And those are the core building blocks of any business. Uh, I would argue you can't really survive without those things. So, um, you could break these down a little further, and I guess I will. Uh, business acquisition is going to be your marketing and sales. Um, uh, the service delivery is going to be account management and operations. And to some extent, R&D, um, but I'm going to leave that one off because as a freelancer, in as much as you do R&D, which is like getting better at your craft in some way or coming up with unique offerings or value propositions, um, it's kind of hard to say across the board what software one would use for that, so I'm going to leave that one out. Um, but then, And then finally, on the um, uh, collecting money side, this is finance. 
And I think uh, marketing, sales, account management, operations, delivery, and um, finance are going to be the core of a freelance business. And I don't think I'm leaving any business functions out. So with that in mind, let's go through those things. Um, I'll start with marketing. What software do you need for your marketing? To me, the answer to this is almost none or none. Um, that being said, I've talked about this before, a video link on YouTube uh, when I put it up, but um, a lot of people ask if you need a website. It is my position that you don't. Um, it's better to have. A lot of people will have it, but I don't consider it table stakes for being a freelancer the way a lot of folks would. Um, but that being said, you'll probably want one. Most people do, and if you're going to have a website, I would strongly recommend that you use um, something like WordPress or Wix, some really easy um, uh, piece of software or content management system where you can just kind of like turnkey, create a theme, build a website pretty easily and get going. What I would recommend not doing, especially those of you that are freelance um, software engineers, web developers, or designers, um, and this is going to be maybe a little bit controversial. I imagine a lot of people disagree with what I'm about to say here, but I would definitely recommend that you stay away from creating the website as what I'll call performative content. Now, this seems like a no-brainer, but you're probably thinking, I'm a web developer, so what I should do is I shouldn't use WordPress. I should hand-build my own site with custom CSS and all this type of stuff. I'm going to you know, write all these cool JavaScript widgets, and there's going to be just killer design. And the reason I want to do that is because I want anybody who happens on the website to say, wow, this person really knows what they're doing. That's a totally understandable sentiment. It is the way also uh, to build a freelancing career where you are a commodity in a pricing race to the bottom. And if that sounds extreme, think about what it is you're doing with this, which is um, you are basically positioning yourself to be an interchangeable resource or an interchangeable um, uh, commodity alongside a bunch of other people. But your hope is that the person who is wandering by your website will look at your website and kind of give you a grade. I've talked about performative content before. Um, they'll kind of give you a grade, and then hopefully that grade is an A, and hopefully when they give you an A, they say, oh, well, this is an A student that I'm going to hire. It's going to create a um, dynamic you probably on a long timeline don't want with your customers, which is they're grading you, so they are the teacher and you are the student, um, and they are picking you over a bunch of other pretty similar students that you're slightly better than. That is not the good basis for a career, and Thinking of your website or whatever that way is the way that a technician, a laborer, a pair of hands thinks. Uh, it's the way that an employee thinks. It's not the way a business owner thinks. To a business owner, the website should be the way that you communicate how you can help your prospective customers and should be a tool through which you can uh, do lead intake. And you're going to do just enough to make it good for those things and fit for purpose. You're not going to go really, really far overboard on spending your own labor, i.e. money, um, creating this thing that may not actually wind up having much of any value. Because for all you know, with a subjective concern like this, your prospective buyer might actually take a look at your competitors uh, out of a canned WordPress site and like that better. Uh, and then what was all that effort you just put forth uh, to do? So anyway, I'll get off my soapbox here. But um, if you're going to go the website route, I would definitely pick something very simple. Don't spend a lot of time on it. Make it look nice. You don't want to look sloppy or ridiculous. Um, but uh, I wouldn't spend a ton of time on it. You just want it to be there. Um, a nice thing about a website is it will get you a domain so that you can be emailing people from your name at acneinc.com instead of your name at 123 at gmail.com. That's not a great look. So even if you don't build a website, you might think about um, just buying a domain 
and using Google Apps or something. Just contrive of a way to get uh, an email address that isn't like at Gmail or at Yahoo. Um, so I don't know. We're getting a little far afield from probably what the asker meant by software, but um, it's worth bearing in mind. And then finally, maybe for marketing, um, you could out of the gate. I wouldn't worry about this till later, but you could always set up a mailing list, um, you know, as a way to reach out to all your prospects or customers, assuming they give you permission to be on the mailing list. So they're a piece of software like uh, I've used MailChimp a lot over the years. I think uh, the cooler kids these days use ConvertKit, um, something along those lines uh, so that you can do bulk emails if you think that's going to be relevant um, to your outreach or uh, communications. And that's really kind of it. I mean, as a freelancer, marketing is hard, at least until you establish a niche. So when you're just off on your own, um, it's kind of hard to differentiate yourself in meaningful ways. Um, so I wouldn't worry too much about trying to get your marketing right. Uh, moving on to sales, um, there I have a very concrete recommendation. The main thing you're going to need in order um, to manage your sales process and to make it sane is um, you want a customer relationship management software, um, aka a CRM. Examples of CRM are um, uh, like the Zoho apps ecosystem has one. Uh, there's one called Pipedrive. Um, the one I've used over the years is HubSpot. So uh, there are a lot of options there. I would definitely get one. And even if in the beginning maybe you don't want to evaluate a tool, a lot of these are going to be freemium, by the way. They want your business in the beginning so that you start paying them uh, down the line. Um, but if you don't want to go to that effort, at least start keeping track of your prospects in a spreadsheet or a Trello board or something, because your list of prospects, if you think you're going to be able to manage that in your brain or in your Gmail inbox, it's going to get away from you really quickly. You're going to think like, oh man, when was the last time I reached out to so-and-so? You're going to forget about prospects, like whatever happened with, oh, I can't even remember that person's name. Uh, you would be surprised how quickly that happens, especially if you're doing some form of prospecting or outreach you want to be keeping track of when the last time you um, contacted someone was. You want to be ideally giving them what's known as a lead score. So like, is this a desirable piece of business? Is this kind of like, you know, on the border, et cetera. So there's a lot of things that you want to keep track of, but keeping track of potential business, very important. So that is actually, if I were going back on my own to freelance, uh, out of the gate, I would definitely go get myself a CRM and start using it. Um, you don't need to go overboard and learn all of its features. You just want a way to like keep track of who are your prospects, how do you get a hold of them, uh, et cetera. Uh, and I think that's really it on the sales site. I mean, um, you probably want at your disposal a way to conduct, especially you know in the pandemic slash post-pandemic world, uh, you probably want a way to do tele telecommunications. So maybe that's a free Zoom instance or using Google Hangouts, whatever people use, uh, but you do, want a way to conduct calls, I guess, would be the other um, thing that you probably want to get established up front. Um, let's see. Uh, moving on from sales uh, for operations and delivery. So this is, you know, we're out of the customer acquisition piece here. Now we're into, like, you're doing your job. For operations and delivery as a freelancer where you're doing custom services, really, again, it's just going to be your tools of the trade. I can't really think of too many things. You may want at your disposal... Um, like a contract template, in which case, I don't know, a word processor or like, oh, actually, no, I take that back. One thing you're going to Apparently, my connection was paused due to poor connectivity. I have no idea why the uh, Wi-Fi signal is great here. I sort of think Facebook is pulling one over on me with that. Sure, blame the hardware. Um, anyway, 
uh, the, the thing I can think of actually that just popped into my head for your delivery operations, you probably want some kind of um, tool along the lines of a project management tool, maybe that's Basecamp or ClickUp or Trello, um, something where you're keeping track of your to-dos, your deliverables and things like that, that can start to get away from you if you're not careful. So have some way of keeping organized in terms of the work you're doing, what you've committed to, what the milestones are, that type of stuff. Um, that feeds into, I mean, that's kind of operations and delivery, um, you know, for the sake of keeping yourself organized. Also, it's kind of account management. So if you're committing deliverables to, you know, one or more clients that you're working with, you got to communicate that to them. You might set up um, and use certain pieces of software for communication. You know, maybe you create a Slack that you invite your clients to. Might just be over email, but like establishing, uh, number one, a way to communicate with them, and number two, a way to like radiate out progress to them. And that's where something like Basecamp might come in, where you're maybe publishing milestones from that piece of software. Uh, maybe you're giving them like a calendar view of what you're doing. So that's kind of um, what I would suggest having for account management and operations internally, just a way to stay organized, a way to communicate progress to your clients, and, you know, stuff like, um, one thing I would keep in mind is if you're establishing the way that you uh, and your clients communicate, the rules of engagement, so to speak, it means they're not. Uh, so you say, like, I'm available 9 to 5 over Slack, and I also respond to emails within a day. That's how I work. Then what's not happening is you're not getting text messages from them at midnight or whatever. So I would, um, it's not so much a software concern, but um, having established pieces of software and kind of an agreement with them as to how often you'll communicate um, does help in that boundary setting. Um, I'm trying to think if there's, um, well, so I guess um, uh, one thing I'll say on the account management side is you may want to repurpose your CRM for this, um, but you want a way to keep track of your existing clients and what the status is. So are you done with a project? Are they, you know, is this over? And maybe later you'll reach out to them to see if they want more work. You have a few different clients in flight. Did one of them fire you? Did you fire one of them? So you don't just want to track uh, prospects. You want to track them all the way through your customer lifecycle. Um, this can kind of vary. Like, for instance, it hit subscribe. We have, now that we've grown enough to where, like, sales and account management are different business functions with different people, um, we have in HubSpot and then another tool, two separate instances. But just for you in the beginning as a freelancer, it's probably like whatever you whatever tool you pick up, uh, I would probably just manage with that same tool all the way through to the end of the customer lifecycle. But you definitely don't want to stop keeping track of uh, client contacts and information and stuff once they do business with you. You want to keep track of that always. And then that's really it. Um, let's see. So the only thing left there is finance and in terms of software, um, this is another one, kind of like the CRM. I would write from the get-go, um, get a QuickBooks, maybe Zoho Book, Zero, a, a tool like that. Um, I don't know, like Mint, I don't know if that's personal. Um, FreshBooks, maybe for invoicing. Um, these tools can keep track of your books for the most part, and um, they'll also let you do what's called like general ledger, so keep track of transactions. Uh, you can generate invoices, keep track of who owes you money, keep track of deposits to your bank account. Um, Maybe it's just survivorship bias or like what I've done, um, a confirmation bias, I forget what you call that bias, but maybe I'm biased towards what I've chosen, but I would recommend getting um, at least a baseline of proficiency in doing your own books. Once it starts getting into the realm of taxes and um, 
more complex concerns. Uh, I'd um, defer to an expert on that, but like just keeping track of how much is in your checking account, generating invoices and sending them to clients, it's not rocket science. I would suggest doing that instead of outsourcing it all from day one so that you at least have an understanding of how that works and that you're saving a bit of money. And if you're going to do that, I would do it in an actual first-class piece of accounting software, not just the spreadsheet. Um, your mileage may vary there. That's my recommendation. And um, I would recommend all things being equal as QuickBooks is the one you pick. I say that because um, hit subscribe as it's books in Zoho, and we're looking at a firm uh, that we're going to bring in to do some work on uh, accounting and controls and other things. Um, and the long and short of it is what they're saying is we only work with QuickBooks, and that's actually fairly common we're discovering. So if you start with QuickBooks, you grow your business to the point where you're um, uh, bringing on employees or contractors to help you uh, with the books, or you're looking to outsource that to a firm. QuickBooks is kind of a standard that a lot of them will do. So all else being equal, that might make your life easier down the road. Um, but if you're going to keep your own books, I would do it with appropriate bookkeeping software. Uh, number one, because it'll make things easier. Number two, because just about any bookkeeping software worth its salt will come along or will bring along uh, invoice generation for the ride, which is something as a service provider you're going to need to do. If you don't keep your in, uh, own books, you're going to still need um, software to generate invoices. I think that's what FreshBooks' wheelhouse is. So anyway, um, bookkeeping and invoices, in my world, preferable if you do both with the same piece of software, but that's kind of up to you. Uh, but that is critically important. If you do not generate invoices, people won't pay you. If people don't pay you, you don't really have a business. Um, so, yeah. Um, I guess I'll close by saying, uh, reiterating, like, don't get too hung up on these decisions. Which CRM should I get? Uh, should I do Basecamp or Asana? Like, pick something, get started. And, and critically, um, um, sorry, I guess it is a, a bad hair day for Facebook Live. Um, the critical thing that I would say is solve actual problems as they come up. So don't go out and get a whole bunch of software that you may never need. Um, you know, build yourself a website, set up Basecamp and learn to use it, and maybe you never actually get any business. You're solving a speculative problem, not a real problem. Whereas with a CRM right from the get-go, um, you are solving the problem of, hey, I'm going to reach out to 50 people. Um, I should probably keep track of that. Likewise, with the bookkeeping, the reason I recommend that is you're solving a problem right from the beginning. The first time you do work, you're going to need to invoice somebody. You're going to need a way of doing that. So um, that is the rule of thumb that I would use. I, you know, These are recommendations just based on my experience and the kinds of pieces of software you might want, you will eventually need. Uh, but go with the ones that you really actually have kind of a pressing need for um, and run lean that way. You don't want to get into speculative rabbit holes. Uh, so yeah, I mean, hopefully that's helpful, um, you know, either on Facebook or YouTube if you have like comments on things I've forgotten. I was admittedly doing this quite off the cuff, so I might have forgotten a whole like business discipline that you need software for, but I don't think I did. I think that should cover it. Um, if it were me going back to freelancing to conclude, what I would do, maybe have a website because I'm used to building those, uh, but I'd 100% get a CRM to start keeping track of contacts. And I would set myself up with some books, and I did this in the last uh, video, um, because I would be, um, um, I kind of lost my train of thought there. So uh, books, um, invoicing, and CRM. What did I do my last video about? Eh, it's been a long week. Um, yeah, so hopefully that helps, and uh, I will catch you next time, and maybe comment if I remember.
what I was thinking about. Um, anyway, take care.